Today on the Evangelist Podcast, we discuss resources for Christmas and the New Year. The Evangelist's Podcast. Encouragement to speak life to a needy world. With Glenn Scrivener and Andy Brinkley. You're listening to the Evangelist Podcast. Here's Glenn Scrivener. Hello. Hello, Glenn. I'm Andy Brinkley, and uh, we hope that you'll be encouraged. This uh, episode, some resources that you could share, maybe for Christmas or with your church or mm-hmm. things. It becomes a, a tradition mm-hmm. that uh, we do a Christmas video yes. each year now. It is. It's, and, it's, uh, it is now law. Yeah. L O R E law. So how many years have we been doing it now? About I don't know. Four, when did we do four Sa- years? Santi Ranti was twenty twelve. Yeah, we did it, it earlier, and then we did Santi Ranti was before that as well, wasn't it? Because we did yeah, Santi Ranti as opposed twice. to Santa versus Jesus. Okay, yeah. Santi Interestingly, Ranti. there was a there was a, uh, a game called Santa versus Jesus. It got, it got in the news a couple of weeks ago oh, really? by a couple of very secular guys who are having fun. But it. it's basically like a, a top trumps game, oh, and right. like who's better, Jesus or Santa? As a you know, and they have all these scenarios in which maybe Jesus is better, maybe <laughs> Santa's better. And and I guess their publicists did a brilliant job because instantly all the, you know the regular Christians sort of got very outraged at it, and suddenly a game that nobody would have heard of <laughs> his kind of front page news on bbc website and things like this and so interestingly i, I then sent them because they they own the twitter um handle okay. santa santa versus jesus right. and and the santa versus jesus hashtag was just full of discussion right. about this game yeah. and so i just sent our video santa versus jesus to him and they, he said they loved it and they retweeted <laughs> it and that sort of thing so, really yeah it's interesting i've, I've used this that. yeah i've used the santa versus jesus um video quite a lot actually online any kind of atheist who I follow yeah. will very, very commonly say, you know, I'll tell you why I don't believe in God when you tell me why you don't believe in Santa. Yeah. And it's the same reason. And so it's very, very handy to have a little three-minute yeah, thing that you can just send off. and Send that and say, look, this is... Yeah. This is the difference, really. Yeah, which you could like, you could write an article about the differences between Santa and Jesus. Mm. But I think, like a, an, an, you know, a quirky, a, pr- a quirky, pretty, pretty, prettily made video, yeah. actually um, gets under the skin a little bit more. So, yeah, excellent. that's that's kind of why we do these Christmas videos, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, this, the video we've just released, um, he came down. Mm. Um, totally different <laughs> from Santa vs. Jesus yeah, yeah. in tone yes <laughs> well to it begin is. with anyway <laughs> well it is yeah it of. is interestingly I mean Santa vs. Jesus was released the same year that, that we released Christmas in Dark Places yeah. and he came down as very much more like Christmas in Dark Places just yeah. sort of saying actually the little Lord Jesus meets us um, yeah, with the poor and meek and lowly dwelt mm. on earth, our Saviour holy. That's that's kind of a, a big thing about Christmas, which is interesting because I was I was um, preaching. I'll say where I was preaching in a second, but I was I was preaching on Monday night and uh, speaking about Christmas showing up in dark places. And I had just a number of people come up to me afterwards and say, "Thank you so much for saying mm. that Christmas is for dark places because this has happened to mm. me in 2016. It's been a rubbish year, and I'm not looking forward to 2017. And I feel the pressure for this to be the most wonderful time of the year, and it doesn't feel like it. So thank you for for giving permission yeah. for Christmas to be a, a time of dark darkness." Um, and not just you know jolly kind of yeah. japes. So um, so so yeah. The the idea behind behind he came down is is really yeah. Jesus meets us in our weakness, mm. and when we realise that we have nothing, then we are truly welcome in this story. Yeah. Um, which is why anyone can be welcome in in this story. Yeah. 
So yeah, and uh, we we've got some more sort of audio behind the scenes audio if yes. you like to play a little bit later. Yeah, uh, Hendon Timothy interview. Yes, so Hendon is the is the woman on the um on the video, and perhaps should we should we play the video now? Okay, in in, in case I don't know where you've been, if you haven't yet heard um, or seen, uh, he came down. But uh, if you haven't yet, let's give you a taste of the video. I know it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault that someone is born with a with a disability, but then you still feel like, but why did this happen to us? Welcome to all of you. Please take a seat. We want to now share a nativity treat. This story of Christmas, we tell it in rhyme. Some actors have lines. Why are some of us mime? I was overwhelmed with grief uh, at the loss. I thought a beautiful baby has got Down syndrome and it's such a disaster. Meanwhile, great Caesar, Augustus in Rome, made a decree to return to your home. For Joseph, this ruling meant Bethlehem town. So they rode on their donkey all the way down. God didn't give me a straightforward answer of why this happened. It just took time for me to realize God's answer was, wasn't so much what was wrong with Levi as much as there was something wrong with the way I was thinking. Mary was speechless. She didn't know how these things could have happened, but still she bowed. I think of Mary, of all she goes through. It's not her plan, it's God's plan. She just goes with it. She's humble, she's calm, she's reassured by the fact that everything's going to be okay. For he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all the people will call me happy. He has brought down mighty king from the throne and lift up the lowly. What we learned um, was that God was with us. God suffered with us and, um, and he gave us the most beautiful child and there was no reason for me to grieve or compare her or you know um, you know feel sorry for her you know, in my old view before she taught me I thought she would lack she's not lacking so gathered around that we baby boy all people are welcome and no heaven's joy from angels to donkeys from shepherds to king the little Lord Jesus God's welcome he brings. He came to our darkness from heaven above. He stooped to the crib and the cross out of love. He shared in our weakness and weakness and mess, and still he embraced us nevertheless. If you're feeling rejected, excluded a stranger, remember the one who came down to the manger. Okay, so that was uh, he came down video. Yeah, that we've done for Christmas. Yeah, Hend is the yeah the mother of Lever mm-hmm. and her husband Timothy. We um, we interviewed them on the day of the nativity, and uh, and Timothy said brilliant things as well. He's a, he's a minister um, here in Eastbourne, um, and he had brilliant things to say as well. But we just thought 
like to have too many voices crammed yes. into, into three minutes was was too many. So, unfortunately, he's on the cutting room floor, and she <laughs> loves that. Hend Hend is, is been you know rubbing salt into Timothy's wounds. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Timothy, but um, yeah. but that's why I'm very glad we've kept up our sleeve. Um, this other stuff, um, this this other um, footage, not footage. What is it? Oh, this other audio? Yes, from our interview with Timothy and Hend, because um, some of the stuff that he says about raising a child with special needs is um, sensational and mind-blowing. You'll, you'll hear him say in a second, if you were to present him with the option, would you like your child to, would you like your child not to have Downs? Mm. Just listen in for his answer. It's pretty, it's really? pretty stunning. And, and yeah, so I, I learned, I, I learned loads about what people with special needs teach us who think we've got it all together mm. <laughs> and what we can all learn about Jesus joining us as a speechless baby who's absolutely helpless, who needs to be cared for. What kind of gospel is this where God needs to be cared for? And what does that say to a society in which we hate being cared for? And the, the worst thing is for us to lose our faculties and the worst thing is for us to lose our independence and that sort of thing. God lost his independence. God lost his independence. And became oh, gave a, it up. Yeah. Gave it up. Yeah, that's better to say. Uh, in order, in order to save us, and, and in order to be at the centre of a world where everyone's lifting themselves up, and there mm. he came down. Mm. And, and I just think that that gives us a, a radically different vision of what life is like. Um, so he came down, sort of came out of. Uh, Sally Phillips did a documentary. The actress and comedian Sally Phillips did a documentary a, f- ooh, a couple of months ago yeah. on BBC Two, A World Without Down Syndrome, mm. question mark. And through a particular screening test that pregnant women can take, you can detect, completely safely, you can detect the presence of, of Down Syndrome in a child in the womb. And in the countries in which this has been rolled out, 99% of of mothers terminate mm. their pregnancies and she was making the case well, well maybe why don't why don't we just why don't we just wait and see and love whoever we get you know <laughs> and it was just such a beautiful vision and i know that sally is a christian i mean um i can't remember whether she says it in the documentary i think she probably doesn't um but i know that she is a christian and i know that the christian vision of life uh is not let's try and choose our way through this world so that we can navigate the world according to what is convenient and free and easy. If that's the vision of life we're going to have, then we're going to terminate the weak and we're not going to care for those at the end of life and we're just going to concentrate on those who are rational decision-making together powerful people. And it's quite a chilling vision of life. The Christian vision of life is that God shows up in a manger, utterly speechless and comes down for the meek and lowly. And therefore creates a society in which we care for the meek and lowly, mm. and we care for the unborn, and we care for uh, for those with special needs. And so, yeah, my my way of highlighting that issue was to have a, an activity in which everyone's got Down syndrome, yeah. from the angels to the shepherds to, to the baby Jesus to the baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And what a beautiful baby Jesus we got! Yeah, you know. So he was funny, actually. We we got him from um, Facebook. You can get everything from Facebook. <laughs> yeah. um, it's amazing what you can source on Facebook. So, yeah, I just found this this mum who had posted a photo of her beautiful, you know, 10-month-old child, wow. uh, as he was at the time. And, and she was in South Wales. And I was like, you wouldn't 
consider coming down to Eastbourne, would you? She says, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. And I was like, oh, well, we can, you know, we can put you up in a hotel overnight. Yeah, no, we'll just do it in a day. And so they did an eight-hour wow. round trip. They were with us for about half an hour. And uh, and it was totally worth it because uh, he absolutely steals the show. So yeah, that's great. Well, we're we're dying to hear the uh, the extra. That's right. Exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> content from the uh, the director's cut cutting or... room floor. Yeah. Well, Timothy is anyway. So <laughs> he was he's, he was completely butchered and uh, lies on the on the cutting room floor. Okay. Uh, an emaciated man, uh, lacerated. But um, yeah, no, it's it's great. What what both Timothy and Hen says is uh, is so apt, not only for learning more about special needs, but also learning more about the gospel. Mm. Okay. We didn't even want to have children. We were like. Are we going to be this? I don't know why. Do you remember what they said? Yeah. Then why would people want to have a child? Yeah, why do they want to have a child? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Even having her in my arms as soon as she was born, it, she just looked so beautiful and just I was just happy. But then there was something that told me that could there be something wrong? There's something about her beautiful eyes. She just doesn't look like me. <laughs> that was. A, that was the only thing that kind of started to make make me, you know, doubt that if she's okay. I was overwhelmed with with grief um, at the loss. That uh, I thought I, you know, um, my child is my baby, a beautiful baby has got Down syndrome, and it's such a disaster. Um, you know, it just took time for me to realize God's answer was. It wasn't so much that it was wrong with Leva as much as there was something wrong with the way I was thinking, with the way I perceived the world. I know it's no one's fault. You know, you read this in the Bible, that it's no one's fault that someone is born with a, with a disability. But then you still feel like, but why did, this ha- why did you allow this to happen to us? It's not like God was angry with us or he wanted to punish us for something or teach us a lesson. You know, some people would say maybe God wanted you to learn something. Maybe. <laughs> but, but what we learned um, was that God was with us. God suffered with us. And, um, and he gave us the most beautiful child and there was no reason for me to grieve or compare her or, you know, feel sorry for her. But I think through Leva, God has challenged um, whatever we think norm is uh, and, you know, throws me back to, to, to Jesus again. Now, what is the norm? And the answer, whatever it might be, it's not me. I am not the norm. The society as I know it is not the norm. Uh, there's another norm. When I think about the nativity, and what, especially what Mary went through when she was uh, told by the angel that she's going to have a child when she's not even married and living in a conservative uh, you know, community. I just, I'm humbled by her calm, her trust in God. It's not her plan, it's God's plan. But that means that she will have to abandon however she imagines her life is going to look like with her husband-to-be, Joseph. And she takes God's plan and and. She just goes with it. Um, she's reassured by the fact that everything's going to be okay. Four or five years ago, if someone would have suggested, if, if you could have Leva without the Down syndrome, would that be an alternative you would accept? I would have said yes. Uh, but now uh, I think, no, I don't want Leva without the Down syndrome. You see, them? I want Leva as Leva is. Uh, and she's not not perfect because she has Down syndrome or she's with Down syndrome. Um, because like the rest of us, we are all imperfect and loved for, for who we are, not loved because we were created by a loving God and 
He created us to be loved. So that's a little of the behind the scenes of uh, the He Came Down video that uh, we released this Christmas. So where can folks go if they want to uh, share the video again? Uh, you go to speaklife.org.uk slash he came down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you share that link, people have the opportunity of um, getting a free book, Four Kinds of Christmas, and they can view some of our other Christmas videos and that mm. sort of thing. So everything's collected together on that landing page, speaklife.org.uk slash he came down. Okay. Well, it's pretty much Christmas now. We close up for for about a week or so. Mm-hmm. Have you got lots of Christmas um, activity? I know that uh, you're moving at the moment. I am moving. So yes. You've got your, your house uh, to not only move but decorate first and yeah yeah we've got to stop it making stop it looking like a bomb site and mm. uh, make it slightly habitable and then yeah. move into it so yeah that'll be fun over christmas yeah. and you've been doing lots of speaking you said uh, earlier in the podcast that uh, you were at uh, a place on Monday. D- That's right, Durham, Durham Cathedral. Cathedral. How about that? Was Durham that for the uh, with the university? It was yeah, the Christian Union's uh, carols mm-hmm. service. So that was yeah, Monday the twelfth, and uh, yeah, they they pack them in. Yeah, so it's massive cathedral, and you know people standing at the back, and wow. they sort of they sit on the floor at the front around the pulpit and around the choir stalls and things wow. like that, just just to get in because it's just such an event in the in the calendar. Yeah, so brilliant to be able to to speak about uh, John chapter one to those guys, yeah. and uh, yeah, sort of led them in led them in a prayer. I, I I get all my best evangelistic tips from the Queen, but she um, do you remember a few a few Christmases ago, she she basically prayed that that final verse from a little town of Bethlehem O holy child yes. of Bethlehem yeah. descend to us we pray cast out our sin and enter in be born to us today yeah. like oh that's brilliant that's like <laughs> it's basically the sinner's prayer kind of set the music so. and they they had just sung that before my my sermon wow. so just being able to you know lead 3,000 people in that kind of prayer and who knows who knows who was praying it from the heart but yeah. um, a great opportunity because I'm going back to Durham at the end of February and mm-hmm. we're going to run a big uh, a big events week uh, in which we again will reach out to thousands there so mm. something to pray for mm. have you got an, any more appointments before the end of the year not very many no just yeah, a couple of preaching gigs locally so just in the in the kitchen in the bathroom yeah as I put the roller up and down and <laughs> yeah so good well we've got uh, an exciting guest coming in oh, in wow. Uh, wow. january kind of a big deal yeah people know him and we're not <laughs> going to say who it is because it's just it's so exciting we've got so somebody shared um our christmas video with a big deal in the evangelism world <laughs> okay we're going we're gonna to have to work out time uh, zones okay as we do this that's that's about as much as i'm gonna reveal but we're, we're gonna to have to deal with time zones in in setting up this this interview but yeah I, a famous evangelist shared he came down on uh, the facebook page and was very complimentary about the video and yeah a friend sort of said why don't you get on the podcast and so <laughs> yeah. so this he is going to come on the podcast and Excellent. so my and then my next my next slice by slice world domination um kind of plan is uh, Justin Welby so right, okay. yeah he now follows me on Twitter how about that this is like 2016 has been an incredible year first I got uh, I got followed by Kate Botley the goggle box vicar and then Justin Welby I think Kate Botley is probably a, a better get in, in social media terms in social media terms but yeah thrilled that Justin Welby really uh, really liked the video as well so we'll have to get him on don't yeah. you think yeah yeah Talk about evangelism. Excellent. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why go. not? I'm not promising that, but I'm just saying. <laughs>
Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. You've got a dream. You've got a dream. Everybody tweets Justin Welby and says, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've got to be on the Avengers podcast. The Avengers podcast. <laughs> oh, good. Um, uh, final thing that we're going to talk about is uh, reading between the lines because yes. we've done a whole year. Or you, well, you've, you've well, done you've a whole done year. Well, and you've, yeah, man. And Andy's looked at my face probably every day of this year, kind um, of editing together these videos. Reading between the lines, mm. um, just recap for us or give us a summary of, of reading between the lines. And Well, stay tuned for a, a, little, a little poem mm. uh, that I just recorded a couple of hours ago, um, which is a hundred famous phrases from the Bible done in three minutes in rhyming couplets. Um, and the whole idea of reading between the lines is 365 famous phrases. Uh, we did 366 this year because it's a leap year, but it takes you from Genesis to Revelation, from in the beginning to hallelujah at the end, and uh, you travel through the Bible one phrase at a time. And we've been doing these videos about five, six, seven minutes long each day, and uh, they've lived on uh, YouTube this year. Next year, they're going to live on Facebook. So if you want to travel through the Bible with us from Genesis to Revelation, then uh, go to our Facebook page, Speak Life UK. Is that the best way to search for us? How do, how do they yeah, search I think for us? Speak Life UK is, is the best. Yeah. So just search uh, Speak Life so UK. Speak Life UK. And then that video is going to go up every day and uh, and you can join with many other people as uh, as we travel through the scriptures together. It mm. should be fun. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else we need to cover? Only to wish people a very happy Christmas mm. and a Merry New Year. Yeah, it should be the Christmas. other way around, shouldn't it? You can never say Happy Christmas and Merry New Year. That's wrong, isn't it? No, just just totally wrong. It is. Even though <laughs> probably New Year probably is a bit merry, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So. Happy Christmas, Merry New Year. That's my thing from now on. <laughs> yeah, but you're Australian, so... Yeah, yeah. it's got to be backwards. <laughs> okay, well, uh, have a good new year and uh, see you in January see you next year